0: Thanks for joining me on my podcast, Profit with a Plan. This is where you can get some great ideas on your most profitable self and small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to make good financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your certified financial planner and financial business strategist each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can add profits to your bottom line. So we're talking about today, uh, getting your head into the game. And getting your head into the game is a little bit of a mindset trick I want to have you guys start thinking about. So what is your money mind? And that's a big question. Um, I think a money mind is really the baggage that causes you to think about money in a certain way. Uh, could be how you were raised, what your parents did, whether they were spenders or savers, or um, different ideas. Um, it, it's it's really back where where you set up this um, cycle or thought pattern or direction of where the money's coming from and, and how it's going out that affects you in business today. So where did this come from? Like I said, it came from probably your mom or your dad or your grandfather or maybe you lived in an area that you you resonated with or um, maybe you lived in an environment that you absolutely didn't resonate with. But something in here got you thinking about money and spending and saving and earning in a certain way. Um, something triggered that for you. And I'm not here to go back and go into your subconscious and drag it all out. It's a little bit more of a recognizing exercise that we're talking about today. So it does affect your money mind, does affect the risk that you take in business. Uh, it, it, it affects how you grow your business, how, how you hire people, how you spend money to invest in your business. And it'll also chirp. It'll sit on your shoulder like a good angel, bad angel, devil, whatever that is, that, that, you know, I I'm a hockey player, so I'm always talking about chirping. We chirp from the bench and you know, talk smack to the other players. But that's why I always say the word chirp, but um, it'll chirp in your brain and it'll go, Oh, this is a great decision, and you're gonna be out there and you're gonna do all this wonderful stuff, or it'll go, oh Man, last time it didn't work, or what if it does work, or what if it doesn't work? And you just, your inner voice just starts chirping in your mind and will change the direction of your business because your money mind is talking to you. You know, oftentimes it's the money mind that keeps us up at night as well. So when we're tossing and turning, thinking about something, stressing over it, having anxiety, uh, working through the, the, the numbers or the, the the way that we're doing it, it's often your money mind that's, that's leading that charge and, again, sitting on your shoulder, chirping in your ears. So I hope this is something of interest to you, and I haven't scared you off yet, but um, so let's talk about this. I'd like you to do a little test and listen with me. And I'm going to describe six different people, six. And it doesn't mean that you're one, but I want you to think about um, those six people and kind of figure out who you resonate with um, a little bit more. So um, I've got this spender, which is, um, do you spend on impulse? uh, And then try and justify it. So wow, I really got this cool jacket or shoes or uh, this new thing for my car, but I got it on sale, right? And so I, I, I just couldn't pass it up. Um, you know, there's that fear of missing out, um, but you'll worry about the bills later on. So you'll think about it and kind of have a little bit of regret or gosh, I wish I didn't have to do that or, or, or I didn't do that. And then you have this kind of internal belief that there will always be more money. So oh, I can make more or I can, you know, just just do this and it'll come to me. So you have that kind of a spender mentality. The number two is um, a cheaper mentality. Uh, you really don't like spending money. Maybe you even hate spending money. Uh, you're a super saver Possibly even with some hidden stash somewhere, you know, you've got a little run fund or an emergency fund that you put away. Um, When you're looking at at spending, you do a ton of research and you make sure you get big, huge value before you spend. And then you have anxiety when you're thinking about money. Sometimes it just kind of upsets your stomach a little bit, makes you shake, uh, sweat, maybe you just... You get a little bit nervous and you're always worried about spending that money and will it turn out to be a good investment. The number three is somebody who's maybe a little bit more risky. You enjoy the thrill of the chase. You jump at an opportunity because someone told you about it and you're like, oh, you know, it's another FOMO, your fear of missing out. But you're always looking for those get rich schemes. Um, Some work out. Some don't work out, but you, um, but you really enjoy it. Um, your, your investing philosophy is, oh, take higher risk because you'll get a higher return, right? Um, and then uh, you always have this feeling that, ah, bad things will never happen to me. I won't lose it. I'll be fine. I got it. You know, you, you just like the, the risky side of, of it. The flip side of that is being cautious or overly cautious you have a fear of the outcome that's going to happen. Um, you tend to take the safe route. Um, you uh, risky things, trying those things and methods. You're just really don't feel comfortable taking those risks. You'd rather just have the tried and true. Uh, you have backups and then backups for your backups, right? So you've got a plan B and a C. Uh, you're always trying to make sure that, that, um, that things are set in place, and that well maybe i 'll take a risk on this, but only after i i 'm playing with extra money, or uh, if you know this my my whole nut is covered, but i 'll take this just this little piece over here and try that, but you will never really jump in full feet and and try something new uh, so with this in mind, um, you want to know why change. If, if, if it's already working, why should I change things up? Let, let me just keep it going the same way. Um, it, it'll be fine. I'm okay with this. Uh, I'm comfortable with what I've got uh, and everything's going to be okay. Then number five, we have um, someone who's maybe a little delusional. Uh, so Do you um, have to have the latest, greatest stuff? Maybe it's the iPhone or the car or the latest shoes or or you've got to have something that it's just the, the best um, coming in. And um, you don't have much of a reserve, but you hope for the best. So this is thoughts on, you know, um, it, it'll all work out. I'm, I'm going to be fine. You know, if I just spend this, I'll, I'll figure it out and, and get something. Um, do you commonly chase after squirrels? So now you're on one idea and something pops up and you're like, oh, I like that idea. That idea would be really great. And you go over in that direction. Uh, you tend to do a lot of planning and strategizing, but sometimes those um, you either don't take action or that final step of, of pulling the trigger doesn't often happen. So you just keep thinking and strategizing and planning and, and going down these routes, and, and then you just kind of hesitate before you take action or something has changed your path or direction, and now you're chasing that one. And then the final character uh, in this um, money mind is the avoider. And this avoider is op- opposite of the delusional. Um, and what they're going to do is they're going to um, uh, live with blinders on. So they're not going to want to check or look at their money. They're going to want to just go, um, I don't I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to know about it. Um, it'll be there. Uh, you avoid out of fear. Uh, oftentimes you're unclear about where you are right now in your situation. So you think that, well, if I don't look at it, then I won't see how bad it is. Um, I'll just make it work out, but I, I, I want to avoid it. Or better yet, why don't you do it for me, right? So you're looking to have others do things for you more often than you taking ownership, especially when it comes to money. Um, Maybe you're in a relationship where your spouse or your partner takes care of that part of it because you're just the creative side and and you don't want to deal with the numbers or anything like that. Or you lean and trust wholeheartedly on the professionals that are doing it for you and um, you just just believe that it'll come through. So that's an avoider. So let me repeat those for you. There's the cheap person, the spender, uh, the cautious person or the risk taker, or the delusional person and the avoider. Um, where do you think you line up with your spending mind, your money mind? How do you think that lines up for you? And by the way, none of these are wrong. We probably have a little bit of each one of these, or, or maybe we're a little stronger in one versus the other one, but that's okay. It's just this, why I'm talking about this is it's just an awareness And I want you to get your head in the game and think from your head and not from the emotions that are all pulling on you. And I want you to make smart decisions. So you have to understand what kind of a a money mind you have. Is this making sense? Or am I way out there in left field? So, um, and again, we're, we're never really gonna have just one and it's often a blend of many. But the realization of who we are And I'm probably—I'll—I'll—I'll—I'll be a little honest with you here. I'm probably a little bit of a delusional person, and then I'm a little bit of the risky. But then I'm, I'm, you know, coming in and always looking for a deal and valuing money and looking for for the backups and things like that. So I've got a couple of blends and things going on. But yeah, I'm definitely a little bit more on the de- delusional stuff. I got to get the latest greatest um, iPhone as it comes out. But then I check myself and make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm saving and I'm doing the things that I need to do. But with my creative mind, I'm always out there. Looking for for the, I chase girls constantly, but looking for for the opportunities to come my way. So I hope I hope that was okay that I did share with you, and you can see inside of uh, inside of my head a little bit. But how does your mindset, your money mind, how does that affect your business decisions? Remember, everything in your business is financial, so every decision you make will affect the finances. Whether it's to hire somebody or market or or innovate a new product or pay an extra bill, whatever you're doing in your business, everything, everything involves money. So if your money mind is controlling your decisions, do you think it's going to affect your business? I think it does. I think it has tremendous effect on the success the rate of growth and everything else that you have in your business. It affects your spending. If you're a cheap chip or a cheap person, you're not going to spend when maybe you should have spent to make that opportunity in a timely manner. If you spend too much, then you don't have enough reserves and savings and maybe you're chasing the wrong things because you're not slowing down enough to make good decisions. How does it affect your income? Well, if you're too cautious, you're not going to take that risk to go chase the opportunity that should be there. If you're looking at um, carefully and you're in, and you're a, a cheaper person, maybe you're thinking that client would never pay what you're worth. So instead of charging, you know, a thousand dollars for your product, you're charging three hundred because you're afraid that they won't value that product because you may not value that product. Um, If you don't know where your income's coming from and how to analyze it, then you can't make decisions. So if you're an avoider and you've got a little bit of that voider, it will affect uh, how your income comes in. Now, uh, my simple equation that I constantly talk about, uh, income, Minus expenses equals your profits. So if we can't control the income and and spending side because our money mind is doing something that may not truly benefit the company in the best way, then it's going to affect the ultimate profit and the money that you can bring home and the money that you can make and do good with. So it does affect that. And because you are a risk taker, maybe you're not growing because you're chasing the wrong direction, or you chase the, uh, you're chasing this squirrel, and then you're chasing that squirrel. Um, you may be spending on too much, and you have the fear of missing out, so you're not really doing the due diligence before it. Or if you're super cautious, you won't step out of that comfort zone and get really stretchy so you can grow. Maybe you're afraid that your numbers aren't all the way there yet, but you're tapping out on your time so you can't hire an assistant or hire more salespeople because you're cautious and fearful that you don't have the service or the product line already and developed and ready to go before you launch. Um, I have a couple of my, my mentors that I listen to and follow with that oftentimes, people get stuck in the planning and and making sure that everything's perfect before they launch and then they never get out there or they have the wrong product because they didn't test it. Well, all of this money mind stuff gets in the way of your growth. It gets in the way of your profits. And where I come from, Profits are everything, right? You can do so much more if you make more money. You can make a bigger impact. You can sell more of your stuff. You can, you can take care of your family. You can give to your charity. You can do so much more if you make more money and you do good with it. So now that you know about your mindset and your money mind and you know that it affects your business on everything you do, What do you do now that you know what you do? How do you change that? So if you realize you're making money decisions from your money mind and 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 you realize this, this awareness can help you shift and do things differently. And I'd like you next time you come up with a money decision to think about it from maybe the opposite uh, personality in your money mind. Consider it if you're, a, if you're a, a, a cheaper person. Think of it, what if you spent it from a spender part? Or what if you invested as a spender side? How would that do it? Review those pros and cons. So if I, if I stayed in this lane, what would be the pros and cons of that? Now, if I flipped over and got into this lane, what would be the pros and cons of that line? And how would it affect your business there? And then I'd like you to take risk or maybe take less risk if you're a common risk taker and try a different path from a different money mind and test the results, test the outcome with a client, test the outcome with a new product line or service line, test it with your spending, with your savings, try things differently from a different money mindset. And I bet you'll see different results, and hopefully better results. So if you need some help, ask. Ask a second person what they would do in this situation. Now, I want you to not just go out and ask anybody, because if you ask your spouse or your mom or a friend who's not a business owner, then you're probably going to get a different answer. You know, maybe you want to find somebody who's a mentor or a coach, or a partner in your business, or a fellow business person that can help you with a qualified answer. But reach out, ask. So hey, um, John, um, I've got this situation here. What would you do in this situation? And see if it aligns with you in your money mind, or if it's going to align with a different money mind, and then consider that. And you never have to just end with two. Go to a third person and say, hey, what would you do in this situation? And I think you'd find different answers. But then take that back and make your own decision with your own money mind and your new version of your money mind and then see how that comes out. I hope you've found some value listening today. And maybe you've got an idea or two you can put into your business to make you more profitable. Uh, I would love to know specifically how you've increased your profits. So let's chat. Hit me up. Uh, get on my social media. Send me a, um, a comment on this podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you want to talk privately, you can always get on my scheduler. Um, you can get on Calendly.com forward slash Marcia dash 16. So um, love it, love it, love it. I love the money mind. I think it's, it's just a, a, a different Form that, that we forget and neglect as business owners because we're constantly trying to just run our business rather than looking back internally at how we make our decisions. So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, Profit with a Plan. You can go to ProfitWithAPlan.com and get some great stuff. I've actually got a new book coming out. It's called um, Big Profit Secrets exposed. So I can't wait to share it with you. It's coming out. There'll be some expert expert little blurbs about the book coming out. It's going to be a lot of compilation of my podcast. So I'm really excited. So if you do follow me, um, I'll give you my book for free as soon as it's ready, and I'm guessing it'll be ready by um, this is uh, this is mid August, so I'm guessing it'll be ready by uh, probably mid September. So I'd love to get it, uh, get it out to you, and share my um, my ideas and uh, have you come into my my tribe and my zone. So please, again, subscribe to my podcast and uh, share this. Please don't keep me as the best kept secret. Share this with your friends. And uh, I can't wait to uh, have you um, here next week again so we can get some more profitable uh, information for you. Uh, so, until then, uh, make your plans and profit with it. Thanks.